Hello and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coasts are lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the Sports Report, he's still on the Vikings train, it's Chad. Hey, I'm, I'm the driver of the train, you know, I'm not, I'm, I've never gotten off this train. <laughs> Very true, you've been leading the charge this whole season. But yeah. Well, do you want to start there? Should we start with the NFL? Start with the... Yeah. Skate on over to the NFL. Let's skate on <laughs> over to the NFL. Hot, hot. Yeah, week, uh, well, we just wrapped up week 13 of the NFL. If you say so, yeah. I've lost count. Yeah, I'm just doing Vikings had a buy and their records 10 and 2, so that equals 13. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that football math. Right? Football yeah. math. <laughs> Carry the one, subtract two, divide by 10. <laughs> Multiply by pi, and uh, yep, week thirteen just ended. Any thoughts? Week in general. Want to go on to the home teams? Yeah, we can. Um, we can start with the Vikings per usual. I I don't have much to say. I think this was such an odd game from a box score perspective. Like if you look at the um. ESPN scores too. The passing leader was Mike White. The rushing leader was Zonovan Knight, and the receiving leader was Garrett Wilson. And yet, they managed to lose to the Vikings by five. So, yeah. <laughs> Chad, do you want to kind of break this one down? Because I was, I was working, so I was listening to most of this on the oh, radio. Okay. Um, right. So I had to catch up with some highlights, but I, I got the general gist of things until the fourth quarter. It sounded like the Vikings defense was pretty good. They were moving the ball, and then wheels fell off in the third. Um. I think they had like five punts or something. And then the fourth quarter, they really knuckled down. What did you see? I thought it was, I mean, <clears throat> you know, Jets have a really good defense um, from everything that I had read and heard going into this game. Had the Jets being like the most kind of like, like athletic speedy um, defense that the Vikings had faced. And just overall, in the NFL when compared to defenses, I think they were like in the top four or five as well. And they <clears throat> were, have been pretty good. I don't know what their take give number is, but I think they've been pretty good at, you know, getting, getting some INTs too, yeah, um, throughout the year. But this game, I don't know. It was the Vikings, I think dominated the first quarter or the first half. At least I think, I mean, it sounds weird, but I think they gave up a field goal right before the half. And, I think that really turned the tide because I think, what was it? It was like 17 to three at that moment. And I think the Jets went for it on fourth down at like midfield. Didn't convert. Vikings got the ball. It was like a perfect opportunity to go up like 24 three, you know, going into the half. And they only got three out of that. And then the Jets come back and they get a three to kind of nullify that. Um, mm-hmm kind of turnover there at midfield. So they go in a half at 20 to six, I believe it was. So wow, pretty good lead. But then, you know, they came out of the half. Vikings had an opportunity to get another score there, getting the ball first. And, you know, I think they went three and out. Um, didn't look good. And then, yeah, the, the Jets just slowly crawled back into it. But, yeah, the, the Vikings defense didn't give up any touchdowns in the red zone. <clears throat> I think it was one. But um, and it was like after a, I think a controversial, uh, Mike white, um, quarterback sneak. Um, cause at first it looked like he didn't get into the end zone on fourth down. And then 
the replay says he did, but the the play that shows that he crossed the line was from a 45 degree camera angle. So, oh, OK, yeah, it's kind of like that uh, World Cup. Was it Japan or whatever that looked like the ball went over the yeah the end line and definitely looked like a goal to me. But yeah, but, <clears throat> you know, camera angles, it's tricky. So. Right, right. But. <laughs> you don't understand the how a sphere works on an right, inclined man. plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Have Neil deGrasse Tyson explain it for you. That's right. <laughs> but now the Jets slowly crawled their way back into it, and, you know, with like a minute and a half left, it looked like the Jets were going to score again, got some huge chunk plays, um, Vikings with some sh- uh, shoestring tackles maybe save the touchdown at the end there. And then they had the, you know, four downs, goal line stand. Vikings got the ball back. What was it? On like the one, you know, and like everyone's talking about the bills, you know, fumbling on the, on the goal line or whatever. And the Vikings got the ball back and they didn't really do much. And there's a time there. I was like, man, I think they should have just tried to get the first down, like throw the ball. The jets only had one timeout there coming down to the end. Um, I don't think it would have really mattered. Um, if the Jets waste, you know, spent that one or not, if the Vikings is just going to run the ball, I think they should have went for the jugular there, get that first down, and then kind of run the clock out. But yeah, Jets yeah. get it back again. They go right down the field with actually a pretty short field, and um, yeah, Vikings um, call game with the interception again. And and yeah, this is the game that we talked about going to. I know. Like a, it would have been an awesome game to be at, but uh, I know I blew it, man. Did you? So you didn't go after all, obviously. No, I just I haven't been that great at planning those kind of things. But no, me either. <laughs> but, yeah, and it's like after I think after that Bills game where the Vikings won, it's like the tickets just kind of went through the roof for the remaining game. But I think the most reasonably priced game at that time was the Giants game. I was like, I can't go to a football game on christmas eve you know yeah logistics don't work out (laughs) yeah no i get it for sure i get it for sure um and i want i want to go back to what you said about winning the game on a final defensive turnover i think oh i i had the article in front of me and now i cannot find it but it's in the strip this is their fourth or their fifth victory this season from that because there was the um ism strip sack against the bears right yes dantzler that was one. There was this one from Bynum, too. Um, there was Josh Allen in overtime. Pat Peterson, yes. right? Three. And then I'm missing one. Let's look at the games here. Um, Patriots? I don't know. I don't know how that one ended. Was that it? I think so. That might have been it. Yes. I don't know who got it, but right, right. My, my point is this is, it's awesome. It's really fun to watch. I'm really concerned that it's not sustainable because (laughs) (laughs) it just concerns me going into the playoffs that, um, yeah, they've won four of their contests on the, the final possession of the game. So I guess just kind of temperature check for you. How do you feel, um, going into the playoffs with, Probably, I don't think they'll get the bye. They got to catch the Eagles. Maybe they will. Um, you know, Lions, yeah, Colts, Giants, or yeah. I mean, they have a they have a pretty soft end of the season here, but 
I mean, you got to watch out the Lions and their division will be frisky. I don't know that they'll go three and zero against the division. Yeah, I know, and I think the Lions game is the is the one game for the rest of the season that you know I think they might lose. Yeah, <laughs> um, but who knows? I mean, <clears throat> it's tough to say. Each game seems like it's so different, and you know, especially this Jets game against a really good Jets defense. Or actually, the the last four teams that they played are, you know, they played. <clears throat> I think they're all like top top five defenses. You know, the you know, you go from well, they got annihilated by the Cowboys, obviously, but you had the Bills, you had the um Patriots, Jets. I mean, these are all really good defenses, so even the commanders. Their defense yeah. has been quite improved in yeah, I would say probably the last four to six games. So I feel like they're finding ways to st- to scheme, you know, to get guys yeah. open. And I think there's opportunity for the offense to really kind of blow some games up and get some more points. And they're missing, you know, Darisaw, who is, you know, an all pro guard. I mean, he's been a huge um, boost to their O line, which has struggled for like the last 10 years, I feel like. Right. I mean, even like their backups coming in, even on defense, I mean, they're just hanging on by a thread at cornerback and it's just whoever they're bringing in there. It's like when it comes to making the big play, they're making them. So yeah, buying them. You have uh Duke Shelley who no one like heard of until he broke up that pass in the end zone against the bills um, about a month back. So I don't know. I, you know, I'm a Vikings fan. I, I live this uh, kind of, kind of uh, what um, morbid, reality of when it gets down to the wire you just think okay how are the vikings gonna fuck it up now you know like yep we're gonna do now and yesterday broke me like i was when it came down to the end i was like i know they're gonna make a play i just like i knew that they were gonna make a play when it yeah. came in and i know it's strange and yesterday is probably the first game i've watched all season from beginning to end and i just never even in their head, I kind of had a feeling. I was like, this is probably going to come down to the wire, you know, like just hold on, hold on tight. And I don't know. It's been kind of fun. Is, so, isn't it great? Know. It's it's such a different viewing experience. It's so yeah. different. I remember. Yeah, because that that's where I was with like the avalanche last season. You know, they'd be down three in the second period. It'd be like, I don't care. Just just wait, you know. Right. And you're right. It's the Vikings are absolutely there. And it just. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain the perspective until you've had a team who cannot do it and then they figure stuff out and you have a team who can do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the defense hasn't been good, but they've been so beat up and banged up. Um, I think they've been doing some things to like um, keep some of the like D linemen fresh. You know, if you like Zadarius, I know they've been kind of subbing him in and out a lot. And then you got guys, was it like Patrick Jones? I think that came in and had like two sacks against the Jets. Yeah. And again, another guy, you're like, who? Um, <laughs> so, which is, oh, it's great. Um, I think, um, what's his name? Dantzler comes back this week against the Lions. So that would be a good return because he was kind of showing lots of improvement this season before he went out. So. That'd be good. Yeah, it should be a good game. Entertaining. Um, hopefully the Lions don't. I mean, they s- score these points, but I think um, 
No, it wasn't last time. Never mind. I was going to say last time they came off a high scoring game, they've played the Vikes too, but um, I was thinking about when they played the Eagles, but that wasn't true. Vikes played Eagles um, after that in week two. Yep. God, that feels like so long ago. That feels like a different season. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. No exciting. I'm just, yeah, I'm just kind of, I just can't wait to get to the playoffs. Um, they just got to stay ahead of the 49ers to keep that number two seed. I don't think they're going to get the one. Yeah, well, that'll be a much easier now with Jimmy G out of the picture. Yeah. <clears throat> Poor so, guy. Purdy looked pretty good, though, but. Pretty good. It's probably one of those, like, you know, the backup comes in, lights it up, and then you get some tape and some tendencies, and things could be different, but. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, yeah, I think the only reason it might be different for the 49ers is they have so many gadget guys on offense that. I think that they'll be able to maybe disguise more of his weaknesses as a backup than, yeah. you know, like Shanahan can scheme his way out of that in ways other coaches might not be able to. True. True. So, I see that. Yeah. But definitely not the guy you want in that spot, which is Jimmy. G. No. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I agree. Edge Vikings either way, but, um, well, should we ride over to Denver? <laughs> let's ride <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a, i was gonna do this as part of like a, a lightning round but i just didn't get a chance to throw it together but i did want to still share this with you because that was so funny but when i think of the broncos i think of 10 9 10 9 10 9 this seems like every game is 10 to yeah. 9 <laughs> oh yeah no that's you, you, you hit it on the head and just how we did the um the jets stat leaders uh listen to this so same thing how the jets had all of the leaders and stats and lost the game this is the passing leader was russell wilson 100 with 189 yards rushing leader was latavius murray with 47 receiving leader was greg dulcich with 85 <laughs> they lost in baltimore <laughs> to the shitty fraudulent ravens 9 to 10 could yeah. not put a touchdown on the board yeah this team is a disaster and i don't think we've talked about it here but i know we have in the inside conversations that they're they're entering rarefied air here with fewest points scored fewest touchdowns scored in a season i think they're behind the giants who from a season or two ago who only had like 17 on the year or something at this Ooh, point the Broncos, like uh, the first year without eli <laughs> yeah it will i don't know if it was the first or i think it might have been last year when barkley was hurt and they had no receivers and it was just they, they could not oh, score. Yeah. And I, I think the Broncos, they only have like 14 touchdowns or something like that this year. Wow. And it is so unbelievably bad. And I mean, it's reached a point too where I don't even know what you can say about it. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, they're the team that everyone is talking about as the worst in the league um, with w one of the highest paid quarterbacks, which is turning out to be one of the worst trades in nfl history i mean at this point i think it's safe to say herschel walker-esque <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you give a lot up to get get the big name and he just doesn't fit your system that's no like what happened in denver and i and i don't know if this happened with the walker trade but we're poised to give them a draft pick this same season that we yeah. acquired the qb yeah and they they might they might go to the playoffs. They might they might be a wild card team with a first round pick next year. It's insane. So yeah, I just I remember checking the score. Um 
like throughout the day as I was working. And, you know, they were up 9 nothing, 9-3, 9-6. It was like, oh, wow. I, I didn't think they were going to win, you know, the inverse Viking thing. I was like, yeah. when are the wheels going to fall off? And they were winning all throughout the fourth quarter. And then sure enough, 10-9 <laughs> final score. It's like, of course, this team is the worst. <laughs> oh, man. It reminds me of the old, uh, what was it, 2000? was like 2004 Vikings, 2005 Vikings. Or no, it must have been like 2006 or seven when they had. Um, I can't think of the name, the quarterback's name now. I just remember he was like just gray haired quarterback. <laughs> this is like a who. I think if I even said his name, you'd be like, who? who? Yeah, I can't. I really couldn't even guess if it wasn't. That was like, I think Adrian Peterson's like rookie season, maybe. OK, <laughs> but yeah. If it wasn't for Adrian Peterson, I, I would. They probably would have been like the all-time worst offense ever. But. Yikes! It wasn't Culpepper. So who was after? Who was uh, after Culpepper? Who knows? It was like a a list of Brad Johnson, third string quarterbacks. Was it Brad he came Johnson? Back, he came back for a, a minute, but. It must have been Brad Johnson because according to Google, uh, he was 2006. T Jack was 2007. Yeah, there's one in there that uh, Brad Johnson, I think, I want to say he came back and then he got benched or hurt. Hmm. Okay. Well, shoot, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Ugh. Anywho, that's yeah, who's probably tough. played better than Russell Wilson. Um, so. Chad, where do you want to go from here? Should we skate on over to the NHL? Yeah, let's do it. Skate on over. Hey, I think the last time we talked about the NHL, the Wild were like at the bottom of the barrel. Yes. Now they are, I think, what, third place or fourth place in the division? Maybe last time I checked. Let me look again. They've switched places with the Avalanche. They've switched bodies. Yep, third place. When, uh, what, six, three, and one in their last 10, won the last four. So, <clears throat> yeah, they really flipped it around. Some yep. Better they, and almost blew up, blew a game against the Stars, but they beat the Stars, who are leading the division two. I think it was like a shootout um, victory there. So, yeah, the Stars are frisky. Yeah. So, kudos to them to hang on yeah they got some guys back i know greenway came back um they signed reeves from was he with the rangers i think so he was with the rangers he's one of those guys too that kind of goonish like i if he's not on your team you absolutely hate him <laughs> so yeah exactly <laughs> good for the wild for getting him on their team um and then i think erickson eck has had his self a nice little uh couple weeks um, I was trying to pull up his numbers here because he's just been on freaking fire. Um, oh, I almost have it. Just bear with me. But I think he's got a point in each of the last five games, um, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a lot better than just a point. Um, oh, I almost have it. Almost there. Almost there. So let's see excuse me, their last six games at least, he's got, yeah, he's averaging two points a game, um, and then he scored in the last three contests. So, yeah, he's on an absolute tear. Um, and that's that's kind of what they've needed, is that second line 
guy to I think he's still on the second line. I haven't watched a ton of wild, but I don't think he'd be on Kaprizov and Zuccarello's line. But um, yeah, they needed him to step it up. And I think his line mates are Reeves and Greenway. I'm not sure. Um, I could be way off base here. My <laughs> point is he's scoring more points. Which is great for the wild. Um, did you have any other wild observations? Uh, no, I'm still looking at him from a high level, but I know um, yeah. my in-laws went to a wild game a couple weeks ago. So when they went to that, I was just kind of, oh, I checked in on the standings then and just kind of been hearing them talked about a little bit more on the on the radio. So, yeah, what's the once the Vikings make it to the Super Bowl? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll switch on over to um, the wild. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, they'll they'll be competitive if not chasing a playoff spot. Um, conversely, the Avs, I mean, they're just in a rough patch right now. Everybody is hurt. I mean, their whole team is hurt. Their yeah. fourth line is pretty much guys that I've barely even heard of. Um, you know, all AHL call-ups and, um, you know, guys who should be getting time on in minutes on the fourth line. So at least there's that. But yeah, they've lost two of their last three, and I think – three of those games they've let in five or more goals which is not great um let's see last no when was it sunday night was particularly bad they lost to the flyers that was supposed to be their get right game because the flyers suck um but they did not get right and i think mckinnon left with an upper body injury so one more on the pile which is not good not good um yeah if there's any positive to take out of that i mean it's it's that it's this is happening in december and not uh march so (laughs) great as long as they can maintain and just you know yeah i mean the good news is they haven't lost three in a row all season so hopefully that holds true we play boston tomorrow night though and i don't know if that will hold true because the bruins are on fire right now but yeah, what's the other team that's on fire? The Devils? Are they like 24 oh. and 1 or something like that? Yeah, the Devils are sexy, man. They're young and they are fast. Yeah, that's what yeah. I hear. <laughs> yeah, that team is that team is fun to watch. They they kick the Avs ass. I mean, like this Oof. was and that was when they had their uh, they looked like the Avs playing the Avs. I mean, they were faster than them beating them to every puck. They looked good. Mm. Yeah, 24 and 1. Wow. First place in the Metro Division by a mile. They have 41 points, and the next closest team is the Hurricanes with 33. So, yikes. It's not close. That's crazy. Um, But yeah, so we're just going to wait for the Avs players to get healthy. Um, Did you have any other NHL thoughts? Nope, that's it. I'm clean. Sweet. Um, okay, we'll do just like two seconds on the World Cup because I know how you feel about it. Um, <laughs> Losers. <laughs> they, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Yeah, they blew gotta it score, against the Got to score more than one goal, right? You know, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think and, they scored more than one the entire like World Cup. No, you, you're absolutely right. And I and think I'm speaking of the U.S. team. Yes. That's the last time I'll cut you off. <laughs> no, I didn't want to cut you off because what you're saying is the, absolutely correct. 
they it, it is that simple they just need you you need a striker if you're going to compete in the world cup which we don't have so back to the drawing board for the usa men's team um i would say if you're going to watch any game um morocco pulled it out probably like half an hour 45 minutes ago upset spain and penalty kicks and that was the most exciting um 15 minutes of soccer i've personally seen this whole tournament was um uh overtime and then the penalties so watch the highlights there if you want to watch a cinderella team give it to a blue blood in the tournament in this case spain Mm. um all right that's all i have for world cup world cup in the desert (laughs) no water (laughs) no beer (laughs) oh god um all right chad well is it time for final fantasy Final Fantasy. Bravo. Well, do you want to kick us off here? You got some you got some good ones. I want to defer to you first. Okay, I feel like this is the most contribution I've made to this segment. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy. So, I mean, if you haven't heard, uh, Zonovan Knight running back for the New York Jets um, is coming off a big game, topped 100 yards. I don't yeah, I don't think he, he didn't get into the end zone, but um, yeah, he's only 42% rostered right now, um, at least in our Yahoo leagues. And then, um, yeah, he's had eight receptions the last two games. So... Uh, running backs have been kind of slim, <laughs> slim pickings yeah. right now for the Jets. But yeah, he's he looks really good. So um, I would expect this. He's going to see more action here through the coming weeks. And then, um, yeah, Paris Campbell, a receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, Colts uh, only 42 percent roster as well. They're on a bye this week, but they'll come back and return against a porous Vikings defense that has given up 300 plus passing yards in six of their last seven games. Um, so I know the, I can't think of the other two receivers for the Colts that, I mean, can also have some production as well, but yeah, I would look at Paris Campbell if you're looking for, um, yeah, pick up if you got some buys coming up here the next couple weeks as well, um, heading into the playoffs. So, Paris Campbell. Nice. Nicely done. And I think this is um, the last week before the playoffs, right? I think for most leagues, yeah. it's yeah, week 15 they start. So um, Yeah, oh, I want to okay. say too, like a couple of weeks ago, I picked up uh, Garrett Wilson for uh-huh. the Jets as well. Yeah, that's uh, kind of helped me um, get some games back, at least try not to finish in last place this season. So He looked unreal <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, really good. Yeah, and this is um kind of a show I listen to, the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. It's a great podcast. They they're on this beat that um rookie receivers, I think it's like after week eight or something, they really kind of pop off. Like this was Amon Ra, St. Brown's time last year. Yeah. So um yeah, there's a uh, Traylon Burks is another one for the Titans. He just got a concussion. So I won't mention him, but he's doing similar things in Tennessee. Um Tennessee. 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 Um, no, I think those are both great. Um, mine is 
Mine's a personal problem. I have Lamar Jackson, who (laughs) (laughs) I've been beating this drum for a long time, who I think is one of the most overrated quarterbacks, but carry on. (laughs) You might be right. And (laughs) this is kind of the worst time for him to show his hand being in a contract year and trying to make the playoffs. Um, So I will be, oh, you know what? Jared Goff is still out there. 51% rostered playing the Vikings. I think this game's going to be a shootout. I might actually go for Goff, but I think if you are looking for someone out there, Tyler Huntley, he's a backup. He's kind of like Lamar Lightbeer, Um, but against the (laughs) against the Lightbeer, yeah, against the Broncos, he did. They did give him the ball ten times um, on the ground. He got forty-one yards and a touchdown with his legs. So I mean, there's rushing upside, which is the big thing I look for in you know a quarterback that's not a true pocket passer. So. Honestly, you could do worse probably than Tyler Huntley because they play the Steelers this week um, and they're pretty banged up on offense anyway. So kind of what they've been doing with Lamar, I, he's going to run the ball, I think, a lot. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would go Goff or Huntley if you need a QB. No, another QB I like that. I don't know how many people have on their roster, but he doesn't put up a, a lot of yards, but it's uh, my man. uh Taylor Heineke. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Having himself a pretty good season. So, uh, again, um, probably played the uh, most awesome preseason Vikings game as a quarterback. <laughs> He's your favorite. You like He's, him more than Kirk Cousins. I, I, I do. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, li- I like Kirk O'Chains, but. Kirk O'Chains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. But, so, yeah. yeah. Back to the Vikings Heineke. quick. Back to the Vikings quick. Like, I'm telling you, like, with not even just having, like, the great record and, like, the, the crazy wins, but just the kind of off-field stuff and how fun it's been to watch this team. It's been great. But anyway. Oh, yeah. No, they're having a great time. That That makes it, yeah, that makes it so much better. So much better. Um, I think we can end on that happy note, unless you have anything yeah. else, Chad. No, let's end there. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week on the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coastal lakeshores. I'm Jamie. Thanks, Chad. Yep. Catch you next time.